and whatever you have planned, it may not be what God has planned. So be honest. Be ready to pivot. Be ready to pivot. Be ready to pivot. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Tangible Truth Ministries. Hey, Megan. Hey, listeners. Glad to be with you. I cannot uh, believe it, but we're on our fourth episode. I cannot believe it. It's the end of January. It is. It's at the end of January. And uh, the end of January is pretty special to me. You know why? Why is that? (laughs) Can you guess? Oh, is it your anniversary? No. Oh, your birthday? Yes. <gasps> Happy birthday, it's Susan. The anniversary of her birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the anniversary of my birth. Uh, yes, and you know what? I celebrate birthdays. I don't dread them at all. I'm just happy to be alive. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. My friends said the same exact thing to me because I turned 40 this year. Did you? Am I allowed to say that on air? Yes. I just can't believe I'm 40. Well, I... And my friend said to me, you know what? You need to celebrate each year because if not, what's the alternative? That's what I say. I'm like, well, I I don't even want to say the word. I say celebrate every single year to be alive. And I am. That's what I do. I celebrate every single year. birthday, Susan. It's the 28th. Mm-hmm. That's my mom's birthday. I know. You told me that. Oh. That's why we brought it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday to your mom, too. Thanks. Yeah. I hope she celebrates okay, her I'll life her. as well. So that's a fun part of the last of every January. But the last episode, uh, we're going to talk about, still on our series, of course, of New Year, Old Me. But we're going to talk about what it means for lasting change. Yeah, that's so Which good. sounds like a heavy topic, but we're going to try to just talk about the practical side of that and keep it lighter because there's so many things that we can do and you can do, listeners, to have lasting change, very practical ways mm. to do that. Yep. Right, so, Megan? It, yes. And it makes me think of that quote, even, what was it, Susan? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, oh, at the end of the quote that I read. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll have to look that back up. But it was something along that line of keep it simple. I'll look that back up while we're talking. But it is very, very true that we can keep it simple. There is a quote that I love. Uh, here, here's, Here it is. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Nothing yeah. fancy is what it says. But there's a quote that I always uh, use both personally and professionally, and it's not very professional at all, but it paints a great picture. How do you eat an elephant? One One bite bite at at a time. time. Isn't it great? It's so good. It's a great quote because overwhelming tasks overwhelm us. Mm. And that's a fact for everyone is that an overwhelming task or an overwhelming goal overwhelms us. And so one of the things that we talked about before the podcast is that a lot of times we set a goal that ends up being too much. Too much for us to chew. Uh Uh-huh. And so how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. 
And so what that really means when we paint that picture of an elephant is we really take one little piece off and accomplish that one little piece. Then we move to the next piece. And if I may, I have a wonderful example. I'd love to hear your example, Susan. I am doing a lot of organizing in my home. It's an overwhelming task because we've been in our home now for 28 years. Mm. And so I'm taking one room at a time. And I thought, and I got this because, as you know, my mother passed away um, February the 27th. It will be in February. It will be two years. Wow. And going through her home, going through everything. Oh, my goodness. What a job. And I still have things to go through, a lot of things, and they were not organized. And I thought, I've got to get my house completely organized for us and for the kids. Mm. And I just thought, okay, it's time. It is time. So I'm taking the approach, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? I'm just doing one room at a time. But I'm staying in that room until it's done. Wow. How's it going so far? A very slowly, but completely. Mm. Like I'm not leaving a room, as I said, until it's done correctly. I love that word that you said, slowly. Mm -hmm. Like it is okay to do these things slowly and build up. Mm -hmm. Like it actually then can almost do what you're talking about. It's almost more efficient. Yes. Because you're you're saying at the end of it, it's going to be more complete than if I didn't go slow. It is. And inside, there was a part of me that wanted to do, okay, I need to do this room and this room and this room, like sets of three kind of thing. And now that, no, I'm slowing the bus down. We're going to do one room and do it completely and do it well and however long it takes Mm. to get it done correctly. I mean, I even love what you're saying there because it kind of goes back to a couple of the podcasts that we talked about that flexibility, Mm -hmm. right? If I see that it's going to be too much, which is what you saw, Mm -hmm. doing three rooms is going to be too much for me. Mm-hmm. So you are flexible. You weren't rigid in, in your goal there. You were flexible and restructured what would work for you. Mm-hmm. And again, I just think that there's so much wisdom in that because whenever we can start to really do that, then we can step into success, mm-hmm. right? Or other, otherwise we stay stuck. Yes. And just to tie all of our episodes together, one of the other things that I did is, you know, because in our episodes, we have very clearly brought Jesus into everything. And I did the same thing on organizing. Wow. Because it is very clear that God is not in chaos, and but God is a God of order. And I would say, God, you are a God of order, and I give this to you. Help me know what to do. I, I, I prayed about everything, mm. you know, in this. And it's not that my house was chaos. I'm not saying that. But I wanted to bring order yeah. to my pantry. I wanted to bring order to the album, picture albums. I wanted to bring order so that my, because I'm leaving a legacy generation, you know, for the albums and stuff. And then the home, getting it organized. I mean, I'm doing deep stuff 
I'm not, I'm not just cleaning my house. I'm doing deep, you know, stuff that should have been done as we went. So I'm kind of curious, Susan, just as you're talking, I'm wondering what you've kind of noticed about the process Mm -hmm. as you've invited Jesus into it. Like, what have you noticed in your home? What have you noticed about the organization process for yourself even? Well, it has stirred up quite a bit. I have learned a lot. I've learned that order brings peace to me. I've learned that I can release and eliminate a lot of things that are not needed anymore. I have learned the process. Like, for instance, when I was cleaning out, because I've been doing mothers and mind a lot at the same time, which has been difficult but and emotional. So mm-hmm. I've had to really trust God in that as well. But I've learned, you know, something, because I can't keep everything. Right. You know, and um, so with mothers, I've had to say, and this was wisdom. You know, God uses himself, his word. And his people. And I had some really wise counsel. Her name's Sheena Ober. And I will never forget her saying, she said, Susan, this was important to your mother, but is it important to you now? Wow. That's so wise. It is wise. And that helped me tremendously on going through all of her things. So some things that were tremendously important to mother I would look at and say, boy, that was really tremendously important to her. It's not to me. And I could let that go. And then other things of mothers, I would keep that I, re- I don't think mattered to her at all, but it, they were so special to me Sweet. of hers. And some things, you know, were, and I did keep them all. But, and I've kept so much of hers, but she had so much accumulated. And I couldn't keep it all. Mm. So just learning, you know, in the process, you know, give me wisdom, your wisdom, God, not worldly wisdom, but godly wisdom as what to keep, what not to. And the process of going through my own stuff is, has just been a, a journey because Steve and I, Steve, Steve's more of a pack rat and I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm a thrower, you know, yeah, let's same. throw it away. Let's give it away. Yeah. Let's, you know, so it's a process that's been good for the two of us to do that. The relationship's more important to me than, you know, Steve, he, he needs more time mm. to release stuff. And, you know, all that is. I just think that this this whole story kind of reflects back a lot on what we've been talking about for the past month. Mm-hmm. Right. Talking about setting goals. Mm-hmm. Yet being flexible with goals, mm-hmm. inviting Jesus into the goals and what starts to happen to not only the goal, which is becoming successful, but also what happens to our own heart when we invite Jesus in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not only what starts to do what it starts to do there, but then we start to be okay with the process mm-hmm. and not so set on just the end goal, but the journey along the process is kind of what I see um, evolving here. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's such a beautiful picture of really what this last month um, to me has really been um, as we've been doing this podcast mm-hmm. are really all of those things kind of wrapped up in your story mm-hmm. of cleansing your home. And I just want to kind of offer that to our listeners as well, that that's really the fruit of allowing a trusting a process, being flexible with the process, but most importantly, inviting Jesus into the process. Mm-hmm. It's so much more rich and abundant mm-hmm. than just setting a goal to do a goal for a goal's purpose. Uh, 100%. Right. And you know, 
I'm glad you brought all that up. I mean, this was very impromptu. It's you know, truly. We didn't have this plan to talk about it, but it's very, very true. And motive has been pure mm. the whole time, yeah. which goes back to what we the talked why. about, the why, and God looking at the motive. And the motive is 100% for all the right reasons. Yeah. And it definitely is pure. And you're right. Also, it requires tons of patience. Mm. And, you know, that's a learning process. It is. So it's been, you're right. It kind of, it, well, it doesn't kind of, it does fit episode one, episode two, and episode three. It gives great examples. Uh, So if the listeners have not heard episodes one, two, and three, it's a great example of all three, you know. Yeah. You know, I just wonder, I'm thinking about our clients and thinking about kind of what you're saying about cleansing the home and. And one of the things that we did talk about um, before the podcast is just whenever we whenever we work with a client and, you know, we're kind of in the grind with a client and helping them walk hard times. And at the very end of it, it it's we feel the hard. Mm-hmm. And yet when we reflect back and read notes mm-hmm. or just kind of remember of where we've been with them and where they've walked. We see a wonderful journey that they've walked that's really beautiful and really fruitful and really healing, right? And I just kind of wonder the same process with you. Say you journaled this time. What might you kind of find or see that kind of evolves? Maybe maybe it's you. Or maybe it's something you notice about your home, but starts to evolve inside of you inviting Jesus into that and um, being flexible and just doing all these kind of little tangible things with that goal. Um, I just think there's so much richness to journaling as we journey, mm-hmm. right? Because if we, if we can journal as we journey, then when we kind of look back, say at the end of this year and look at the journey that we've kind of led this year, um, we can, I, th- I think we pick up a more, fruit than what we would. We just forget easily. Mm-hmm. We um, do. So I think it's just a maybe a good, another tangible thing that what if we really started journaling these goals a little bit better so we can see our journey more clearly? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say I 100% agree. Uh, our memory, we don't remember. And it is so good to have those stones, uh, what we call stones that's of right. remembrance in, mm-hmm. in scripture. That's what they're called, stones yeah. of remembrance. And God is there to remind us this is faithfulness. You know, don't forget how faithful I have been in this process with you, Megan, with it, with you, Susan. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing. And it's funny, I'm thinking here, ask the question and and um, kind of on the spot here, listeners asking me this question, because again, we did not plan this, but I will tell you honestly, starting the process, and this is going to fit something else we talked about, but it wasn't planned. I will tell you, I was much more emotional mm. in the process. I let my emotions probably get in the way when we started, like, this needs to be done. We need to get rid of all of this. We need to hurry up and do this. More emotional in, like, the process of 
this has got to be done now. Like a checklist. Yeah. It became very, a checklist. And that's exactly right, Megan. I was actually thinking that term. I was thinking checklist. Mm. Like we have got to get that closet cleaned out. And stay that that, you know, I told you he was more of a pack rat. Like, can I help you get through these magazines? Can I help you get through this? Kind of almost pushing him, but not in a bad way. But just can I help you? Can I help you? To can get I it help you? Off. So I can get this checked off my list and we need to go here. Can I get you? But it was more of an, like, we've got to get this handled. Well, it's been 28 years. Why am I pushing it? You know, why now? You know? And so finally, when I did give it over, like I could sense the frustration and everything. And when I did release that and turn that over to God, like, God, (laughs) You know, this is yours, and I, I just release this time frame and everything. When I did do that, it was more of a peace and a peaceful, and it was like almost when we started this process, I have discovered ordered brings kind of for me mm. peace and an order. There's a piece of my heart that's ordered as I'm ordering. Wow. You know, so it's not completely done by any means, but it is. And again, it wasn't chaotic and super mess. I'm not saying that I lived in a messy. Um, I'm saying that what I had stored in boxes and stored, I'm trying to get in order for my children. Yes. And my adult children. And that's just the minutia of the details that you just put in boxes and think, oh, I'll get to it someday. And now I'm getting the boxes out and doing it. And I'm getting rid of a whole bunch of Christmas stuff. And I'm getting rid of a a whole lot of stuff. But that's bringing order and it's peaceful. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so amazing. Just even as you just reflected just now, it's it's like you're um, as soon as you made the shift Mm -hmm. from doing this out of your own strength and, and will and checklist. And, and checklist. <laughs> and you invited Jesus into that place. Mm-hmm. It's like you started to enjoy the journey. Yes, I am enjoying it. And and I'm and so then mm-hmm. out of that comes peace and joy yes. in what you're doing. It's a sense of right? accomplishment. It's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a cool mm-hmm. way to kind of sum up this series. Mm-hmm. Right. And so has I, everything to do with flexibility. Everything. Yeah, it has everything really to do with, I feel like, these last four weeks. I just appreciate your story, Susan, mm-hmm. and sharing that with us because I think it, it just gives such a good picture mm-hmm. to what I really, um, we really hope to kind of hand the listeners as they go into 2024. And I would like to end with a scripture. I'm very fickle, as you know, about favorite scriptures, but one that I dearly love is Proverbs 4.23. And it says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of your life. So we've been talking a lot about heart. We've been talking a lot about the motive of our hearts. And so guarding that, guarding your heart in 2024, above all else. You know, when you come across the word in Scripture, when you come across three words that says, above all else, you pay attention. (laughs) And and it says above all else, hello, guard your heart for it's the wellspring of our life. It, it's what comes out of our heart. It comes out of us. So if we're frustrated, if we're angry, if we are beating ourselves up because we didn't finish a goal, 
if we're beating ourselves up because, like you said, you homeschool and you didn't do the schedule. Yeah. And so uh, you had a great example on episode whatever it was, two or three, and you said you used to be on a schedule. And then when you didn't meet that schedule, everyone was irritable. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Right. When you beat yourself up, then everybody's irritable right? because there's no flexibility in that. And so then you change to a, you know what, we're going to not do this. We're going to have a rhythm. We're going to have a routine. And then we'll reevaluate in six weeks and see if we need to change it again. So that's being flexible. That's giving God the order of your day. That's right. And so that is guarding your heart and guarding the heart of your children. Mm, And so I think it's a beautiful verse. Also, I want to bring up Psalm 139 because Psalm 139 is just so all-inclusive to me because it is a beautiful, beautiful scripture that says, I already know what's on your tongue before you say it. So that implies be honest. You can't say anything to shock God. Be honest and transparent before God because he already knows what you're going to say. So take everything to God. Take absolutely everything to God. He already knows what you're going to say. That's right. So be honest and transparent and just take your 2024 goals and whatever you have planned. It may not be what God has planned. So be honest. Be ready to pivot. Be ready to pivot. Be ready to pivot. Yeah. So we hope you have enjoyed this series as much as we have enjoyed sharing with you. Also, we hope to see you at the Tangible Truth Conference with myself and Beth Moore. It's going to be great, fun, and you can get your tickets on the website. And Carrie will always have a link that you can find a way to get the tickets. So uh, we've enjoyed it. Megan, thank you so much for doing this series. It's been fun. It's been so fun. Thank you, listeners. Okay, we love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.